you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Now, anybody listening to this podcast should know the name Brownie Wise. If you don't, she is the woman that practically pioneered the in-home party. Back in the 1950s, Brownie Wise started hosting social gatherings in her home to sell a brand new product on the market, Tupperware. And Earl Tupper, the founder of Tupperware, caught wind of this phenomenon and hired her to develop Tupperware's home party division. Brownie believed in recognizing and rewarding consultants for all of their wonderful achievements. So today we have national conferences every year. We have incentive trips. We have cars. We have all these fun prizes. These are all thanks to Brownie Wise and her vision to see women be able to provide for themselves and their families while still being at home. Today, I'm so excited to share my conversation with my new friend, Andrea Ferens. Andrea's story is so unique because she is a third-generation Tupperware consultant. She never imagined herself on this journey, but she is now a director and she has been working her business for over six years. Tupperware parties have absolutely changed since the days of Brownie Wise's in-home parties, and Andrea is here to tell us all about how she has adapted her business, especially in the last year when everything went from in-home to online. Andrea shares some amazing tips on how to better your Facebook parties, as well as how to gain lots of confidence so you can get out there and start working your business like you always dreamed of doing. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed chatting with her. Hi, Andrea. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am awesome. I'm so happy to be here chatting with you. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. I'm so excited to chat all things Tupperware and chat about your business and how it is going for you. So to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so uh, like I said, my name is Andrea. Um, I have been with Tupperware for um, six years, but I've really been around it my whole life. Um, and so, cause I'm actually a third generation Tupperware lady and it's uh, a lot of fun sharing my story with others, but um, I uh, live in Saginaw. I have um, an amazing supportive boyfriend and uh, we have a dog and a cat who love to make guest appearances in my business sometimes, but I make sure they're quiet today. But yeah, um, we love to do outdoor stuff. Um, I love to travel to new places and things like that. Um, I'm involved with our church and volunteering and I actually just left my uh, full-time career as a stylist, a hairstylist. And so I can just focus on Tupperware and I do a little bit of hair on the side to travel a little bit, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a year changes over the last year, but um, all for the better and for the business. So, yeah. Well, that's so awesome. I love that you have transitioned from your full-time job, your being a hairstylist and transitioning into working from home. I just love that that has come about this year for you. So tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up. You mentioned you're a third generation Tupperware lady. That is so fun. I know that I, I mean, I feel like anybody who knows anything about direct sales Tupperware is what comes to mind because it's been around for so, so long. And I know that we have, my mom still has an entire cabinet called her Tupperware cabinet. And so tell us what it was like growing up in your home with, you know, being surrounded by Tupperware and being involved in the business from a very young age. Yeah. So Tupperware has been around for 75 years. Um, and like I said, my whole life, um, so my grandma used to be, we used to have what we called um, distributorships. So we used to have warehouses, 
Um, that's kind of how the business kind of originally started. Um, and then my parents took over. And so then now we do it a little bit differently with the times and updated with different direct sales. But anyways, um, so yeah, I grew up with it. I learned how to cook with our, our products, which was amazing. Like my parents would be gone doing different things and we were home and, you know, we weren't allowed to use the gas stove. And so the only thing we could use if we cooked was microwave. And, you know, we used, I learned how to cook a lot of things. Um, our stack cooker is my favorite. And that's actually the reason why I said yes to Tupperware because when I moved out, I didn't have one and I actually didn't know how to cook ground beef. <laughs> I tell the story all the time because I really didn't. I wanted tacos and I didn't know how to cook tacos without a stack cooker um, because I've only done it in the microwave because our stack cooker drains the fat as it's cooking. And so I didn't realize people made it in a pan and like soaked it in the grease. And I was like, what? Like, and um, so, yeah, so anything, I mean, we just did everything pretty much microwave and reheating and we ate leftovers a lot in our containers and stuff like that. So I grew up with the product and I didn't realize how much I loved our product until I moved out and I only had a few hand-me-downs that my mom gave me. So yeah, the product is definitely something I'm huge passion because I grew up with it. I know what it taught me as a kid to be able to cook and how safe it was as a kid to be able to use without having to use that gas stove and and things like that or the oven as for the business wise it was really nice like you know i grew up with a mom that you know was kind of a stay-at-home mom but she would go out and do tupperware parties and but she was able to have that flexibility and that's what i love we went camping a lot as a kids um we, uh, my mom was always at our main events. Like if we had a play or a sporting event, like she didn't miss it. Like in my, my dad wasn't able to miss it either and stuff like that. So it was just a really amazing feeling to have my parents there for most things. I got to watch my parents go on amazing trips. Like they've been all around the world because of Tupperware. And, um, I've watched like my grandparents be able to have things like even thinking back to like my grandma, like you know, obviously my grandma had a lot of Tupperware. And so I, I don't know anything other than Tupperware. Like I, it's just so different. Like look, moving in, like, so we, I moved in with my boyfriend and he didn't have any Tupperware. He had the stuff that they called Tupperware. We call that fakeware. So, uh, I was like, oh my God, like you use this. Like I, I look at the, the, uh, the fake wear. And I'm like, this is like breaking down into your food. You use this like, over, like, and, and some people like use stuff. And I'm like, that's not supposed to be reused. Like, so it's just crazy. And, and it's funny. Cause you know, I, I joined Tupperware and because I wanted that discount. So what, using the products now has just been, I I've transformed our kitchen into Tupperware and I see him using it now. And you know, I teach people that like their kids can use it and how safe it really is. I mean, I still get people that they're like, oh, I can't put that. And I'm like, no, this is like the good stuff that goes in the microwave or goes. I mean, now we have Tupperware that goes in the oven. Amazing products. Like the, the, the transformation innovation that our, our company has is just crazy. But growing up with it, but I will tell you, growing up, I was never going to do Tupperware. Like, my mom had asked me, I think I signed up a couple times cause she just needed a recruit. So she put my name in the system and like, <laughs> I got like some products, but, um, didn't do anything. I mean, I think I joined like three times before I actually made my decision to join, but yeah, it was just amazing. We got to go to Florida a lot as kids cause that's where our headquarters is. So every time we had our annual convention, we would make a family trip out of it. And so we got to go to Disney and universal um, many times when I was a kid. And so, and I didn't realize that many people didn't do that, but it was just something that we always got to do and got to meet people. And I just, I, I love watching like my mom grow her confidence and things like that. And just, it's just amazing. Like I didn't realize it until I decided to join that I look back at my, my past and how everything just kind of like came together and what I got to experience compared to others. So. Yes. And I love direct sales because it really is a family business, but in your case, it was 
a family business. Literally, your grandma did it, and then your parents did it, and then now you are. So you mentioned that you had to make your own decision to join Tupperware. Where, What happened in your life that you were like, okay, this is it. I'm really going to try it. I'm really going to give it a try. Tupperware, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Tell us about that. So I had just moved back. I lived in Arizona for a few years. I had did a, a, a year at our local community college of, of college, and I realized like school, like I am not a bookwork person. So I moved to Arizona. My dad told me to go to school. I decided that I was going to go to beauty school because I was only like 11 months out of the year. Um, I got there. I worked in restaurants for like 10 plus years. And so when I moved home uh, back to Michigan, I just decided like I was working at a corporate job. And I've, I've learned that I also don't like that because I'm a person that between restaurants and things like that, I like to work harder and make more money. Like if I take more tables, I make more money. If I do a better job, I get a better tip. Like, so I've always been that way where when I worked a corporate job, I could work as hard as I want. I could help somebody with a, a bigger job or a bigger project. And my pay didn't change. I didn't even get like an attaboy or uh, think so much. Like, so when um, my mom was talking about what was going, like what the new recruiting offer was for the month. And she said, it was a stack cooker. And I was like, I don't have that. Like, I need that in my life. Like you sent me to Arizona without a stack cooker <laughs> and I couldn't make tacos. <laughs> um, and so I, um, I was like, well, heck, sign me up. Like, and, and I knew that eventually I was going to move back out. Um, I was just there temporarily. So I was like, you know what, why do I sign up this way? I can get a discount on the products for my future kitchen and, um, and things like that. And so, yeah, I joined, um, really just for the discount. Um, I, after telling my mom, I wasn't going to do it. And I did, I mean, I, I, let my account kind of go inactive sometimes. I would reactivate it. I think I had a party once every couple months just to basically stay active to keep my discount kind of thing. Um, it wasn't until um, 2018 when life changed is when I really made a difference in my business and to where I am today. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it took, I wanted the products because I learned what it was like growing up with them. And I'm like, crap, I eat all those. Like I need those in my life. And so I hate paying full price for anything. So why not get a discount? <laughs> That's right. So in 2018, what did you have like a mindset shift? Like what happened that you were, that you said, okay, this is like, this is going to work. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to, you know, double down on my efforts. Like you said, it's so direct sales and working at a restaurant or jobs like that. It's so rewarding to be able to control your own paycheck. So tell us about what happened in 2018 that you like flipped that switch. Yeah. So in 2018, I was, uh, I, I was working in the salon. Um, I actually had my own private room. So I was already kind of working my own business that way. But what changed is I was dating my boyfriend and we made the decision of me moving in. And so expenses, I love to have my free money to, as I call it, my play money, my free money to like go and do things while moving in. I was going to have to pay a little bit with rent and house bills. And I was like, I don't want that to go into my fun money. Like, so I decided I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what I want to do. And my mom kept asking me, like, she's like, you know, what? if you'd work to just be a manager, like she literally has asked me probably a hundred times since I joined in 2015, like you should just be a manager. You'll make an extra income, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't got time for that. Because at the time, I, I actually had just I'll quit. I was just uh, coaching cheerleading. I was coaching. That was like my little extra. I was volunteering at my church. I had a salon business, but I had let the, the um, coaching go. And so life was, I was like, I got to figure out this other income, but I didn't want to work a nine to five kind of job. So I, we do these weekly events or monthly events. And I had a random host show up, like somebody that I posted out there that we we're having it. Somebody showed up with some guests, like I didn't know. And so we had a party and, um, and all of a sudden one of her guests came up to me and was like, I think I want to do this. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, one second. And I literally <laughs> ran to my mom because I was not prepared for recruiting or anything bad. And so she gave me the tools that I needed and I signed this girl up and I was like, well, that was easy. Like <laughs> I didn't realize how easy recruiting was. I've never tried doing it. And 
So then my mom's like, you know, if you just get two more people with the sales that you you're doing, like you would be a manager. And I was like, really? Like, and it was, I mean, within the next month, within that following month, I got a few more team members and then they were getting team members and I stepped up and it was just kind of like, oh, and nothing changed. I mean, I kept doing my normal thing and I was like, I thought this was like so much more work to move up in my business and it really didn't cost me any more work. Like, and so, and it did, it just kind of clicked and it worked out that, um, I think it was, that was like March of 2018. And I think it was by November, I stepped up to our director level and I had, I think by that time I had like 30 or 40 people on my team and it was just an amazing, but it's now, now it's been, it supplements my income. I mean, originally I joined, uh, when I started growing a team, I basically took my mentality of coaching middle school cheerleaders <laughs> into coaching adults. And I had fun with it. Like I, I wasn't a big personal seller. I wasn't cause I'm not a pushy person and I am not a salesperson. I will tell you a million times I'm not. Um, but I just helped encourage people and grow that team. And that was fun to me. And it just unexpectedly grew into this next level and it has been growing since. And it's been a lot of fun to kind of do that. Now I've done more of my personal level because I realized there's way more money in your personal business, um, compared to just your leadership bonuses and stuff like that. And that's, and I think every direct sales, it's always about your personal. And so I've been focusing more on that and continuing to build my team. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Like when I made my decision last year to, um, leave the salon and trust Tupperware to be my sole income, it was just an amazing, amazing experience and feeling like I never thought, I mean, heck, I wasn't even going to be a manager. Like I told my mom a hundred times, like I was never going to do that. And when I stepped up to, um, director, that was amazing. Um, a few of, I think it was like three, four months later, I earned our Tupperware car. And so now I drive a company car that's paid for. All I have to pay for is gas and oil changes. Like they pay my insurance, my registration and the car. And so it's just it, like, and then I earned that. And I was like, what? Like, this is like, again, wasn't going to be a manager. Cause I didn't have time for that. And so it's just amazing what the things that I put in my mind that stopped me that now I, once I push those out of my way, that this business and any direct sales can really be the outlet to anything, whatever you put your mind to it, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people do think that they think, oh, leadership or, uh, earning trips or earning cars. That's for people who are, you know, way ahead of me. I could never do that. I, I know that like anybody listening is, has probably had those thoughts. Like that could never be me, you know, and you, that's where you were. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, actually that is, I could do that. <laughs> I am doing that. So I love to hear that. That's so great. You mentioned 2020 and how that was a big year, a big transitional year for you. You stepped down from your full-time stylist, hairstylist career and took on Tupperware full-time. Now, before last year, were you doing a lot of home parties or were you doing more virtual parties? So um, leading into 2020, I think the whole home party thing was starting to kind of fizzle out. I mean, our company is known for the the, the home party. Um, you know, we're the original, our Brownie Wise is the one that started it. And um, 75 years ago was the first home party and so we've held on to that for a long time. And, you know, I still did some home parties. Um, it was rare. I was starting to get more people before 2020 um, wanting to do the, the virtual parties and the Facebook parties. I don't think there was really any like set platform or plan on how to do that. But then when 2020 hit and we basically had a Nix not doing any home parties, our people weren't comfortable, obviously. It was, it was a big transition. I've taken, I've done a lot of um, research and training and figuring out um, how to do successful Facebook parties or Zoom parties or whatever platform you want to do. And so March and stuff was really big. You know, I was off work for three weeks or three months, actually, sorry. Um, the salons were closed for three months and I took those three months because, oh gosh, when that, when that shutdown happened, I, you know, Tupperware was already kind of, we were feeling it. I think a lot of drug sales were kind of feeling that 
um, low before um, we all hit a boom, I feel like. But during that time, I mean, it, like I said, my mentality of I work harder, I make more money, right? And so when the salon closed, I didn't know where income was going to come from. Like I, I was like, what the, like, I, I, I seriously was lost because I now have for this and I don't have any income. And so I relied on Tupperware and virtual. I mean, so I literally spent pretty much March and April learning virtual platforms, finding hosts and dating parties. And that's really what made my decision to leave the salon was I spent three months on just the Tupperware income to the point where I had, I was caught up and I could afford all my bills and have a little extra. And so that was what my, my main decision was to leave the salon is because that overhead, I love, I love doing hair. I'm all about doing something. I have a sign in my room that says, um, make your passion, your paycheck. And I believe in that. I tell anybody that's looking for a job or going to school or whatever, that they have to find something that they're passionate about to work for because why spend your whole life doing something you don't enjoy? And that was hair. Hair was something, I mean, when I went to boot school, I even told people, I was like, I'm not working in a salon because I don't want to ruin my passion. Like, and so anyways, um, so yeah, I, I left the salon. I still love doing hair. I do a few of my clients in their homes and things like that, but I had to rely on Tupperware and the virtualness and I enjoyed it. I actually find it's way easier. I can do multiple parties at one time. The summer we camp a lot. Like I'm doing my parties from like my paddleboard. I even like set up a little office in our tent the first time we went camping. I have a picture. It's hilarious. But I am always working my business. I love that Facebook allows you to schedule posts. And so like like last week we went snowboarding, we went on a trip and we were gone for a few days and I um, had a party going, I had two parties going and all I had to do was just check in and make sure I didn't miss any conversations. Like I love the virtualness. And um, so yeah, 2020 was just crazy. Um, we didn't have much of a platform from Tupperware itself because they were still trying to transition. So I took it upon ourselves to create a, a training and platform for our, our, our team and actually like my mom's team, like above me and her people and really try to teach that virtualness because it was scary. I mean, we have people in our, in our Tupperware company that have been around for 30 plus years. I think my mom just celebrated 36 six years in Tupperware. So they are still like still stuck in the home party, right? They're, they're, they're not computer savvy sometimes. And now we've got a lot of like her, we call them seasoned team members. And so we, um, we have a lot of them that are now starting to grasp, like they understand, like they don't fully understand Facebook on percent, which I don't think anybody ever does. No. <laughs> But we've been really doing it. So I have done, um, basically what I do is my Facebook party outlines for my team. I have then made templates and we just, I've been working on a lot of different trainings and I, I get knowledge from other things. I love to look at other direct sales and see what they're doing. And I love to share with others. I mean, I love your podcast because the, the direct sale community is just amazing. If we really partner with each other, we're just helping each other be successful and, and that's really what it is. I mean, that's what growing my team was, is if I make them successful, if I help them be successful, then I'll be successful. If I only focus on me, then yeah, it's not, then that's just me being selfish. But if I help my team members be successful, so if they're not having virtual parties and not learning how to do it, they're more likely not going to be as successful. And so then I'm not going to be as successful as I want to be. So it's really about teaching them that thing. And so yeah, 2020, I mean, I spent, like I said, March, April, and May learning how to do that, listening to different um, podcasts and reading books and doing different trainings and taking what I did as a, as a brick and mortar business of the, the salon and how to market Tupperware differently and around our, our, social media policies and different things like that. So yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of ups and downs, um, in 2020. Um, but I think there was more positives than negatives when it comes to things. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'll still do a home party because I think they're exciting. I love to cook for people and we are starting to get people asking us to do, I think the home parties will kind of come back a little bit because people want to get together with people and they miss seeing people. 
and having fun, but the virtual party is now going to be like our main focus. Like that's going to be our main way of, of selling compared to the home parties. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been an exciting ride of learning how to do it. And I feel like it's always changing, but finally getting a grasp on it and teaching has been really fun with my, my team. And I know that personal growth factor is so huge for, for all of us in 2020. I know my year, my word of the year that I chose for 2020 before 2020 happened, I chose the word growth. <laughs> and so at first I was really, you know, like, oh my goodness, why would I choose that word? <laughs> but it really was a year of growth for everybody. And I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunities that we had in 2020 to grow as direct sellers. And it's just been so much fun to, to see that. So I love hearing that you, you know, developed that virtual training platform for your, for your team, for other teams, and you're able to share that with everybody. So tell us a little bit about you know, you use Facebook scheduling, you like to schedule posts ahead of time. What are some other tools that you use to help you in your business? Yeah. So, um, for my, uh, team, I actually created a special group that is just for our team that I add all of our graphics that we use. And then I actually create templates. Um, we don't really have like a, I know there's like, I use actually post my party. I just, I discovered that. And I love that. So I personally use that. I haven't trained on that so much yet for my team, but I basically created um, a bunch of different templates and they're all successful templates. They, I've basically taken anything that I've done and had a 500 to a thousand dollar parties on and I've saved those. And so, I mean, they're like, I save them as their word, but then I save them as PDF so that they can copy and paste and find the graphics and things like that. So there's training videos in there. There's also like an album. I do a lot with the albums. I've also learned how to do, um, when I do a training in the events, if I go live in the event, then the training I'll say is there. So I actually been teaching my team to go, um, if they want they miss a training, just go into past events and they can find any of our trainings. Um, so it's even great for those newbies that are coming in that, you know, weren't in when we did a training, I can direct them or tag them in the group or the event and things like that. So it's been really successful. I mean, I love hearing when a team member uses my scripts and basically copies paste and they have like a $500 party or more. And like, I know that they're successful. They are, we're working. I actually just had a new team member, her very first party after, I mean, we did a launch party she did her very first one on her own and it's over a thousand dollars. Like I'm like, yay, it's working. So it's been a lot of tools. I do a lot of, um, I love that you talk about like personal growth and things like that. I listen to a lot of things, anything that I can hop on to like a webinar or anything like that, I will actually, um, save those and either turn around and train my team with that or share a post. Like I found a post somewhere that was like do's and don'ts of like how to do sales type posts. And so I try to teach my team those things so that they have the less frustrations because the less frustrations they have and I can take those in, it just makes it a lot easier and it keeps them going. So yeah, Facebook group is what we do. I have a team Facebook group that I mostly use that to have fun in. Like I do challenges, last minute things, my personal team, cause I, I have a director underneath me. So my, my, Facebook group is now my organization, but inside I have a group chat for just my personal team. So if I just need to get like a quick message out. So I really utilize Facebook. I mean, we have a few team members that aren't on Facebook. My thing is, is if you're not on Facebook, it's going to be really hard to do direct sales. I'm not saying you can't, you have to find a platform that works. And so, um, we do have some team members that still do like book parties and we have some that live up North that are doing the home parties because the people want it. And so, um, it's really whatever you're comfortable with, but the virtualness I've been just trying to teach them. We're, we're teaching people and it, a lot of it is just getting them to do it. Like it's, I can teach you how to do something. I can tell you, I can give you all the tools, but I can't make you take that step. And that's kind of where we were at. Like in 2020, we had a lot of team members that like, were not ready to grasp the virtual. They just didn't know. And so watching them start to take those steps, even though it's like six, eight months later, they're finally making those steps. And, um, and then all of a sudden they're like, wow, that was like, not that hard. I was like, yeah, like Facebook parties are actually easy. And so tools wise, I use, I use my post my party for me personally, um, because I usually have at least two parties a week going. 
Um, like this week, I've got two parties and I've got three grand openings. So I do a lot with like scheduling posts. Um, Facebook scheduling posts is great. Um, our company does have this thing we call Top Social that um, Tupper provides. It has a bunch of like graphics and it has a scheduling platform that you can actually schedule out for the whole month. Like, and you can see a calendar. It's kind of cool. Um, so I teach a lot on that, utilizing it because Facebook really wants you to post in your groups daily. Like you, if you miss it's okay. If you miss one day, it's not a big deal, but if you're only posting like once in a week or you're going to lose your presence on Facebook and it's all about being consistent. And actually, so you talked about your word in 2020 was growth. My word in 2021 is consistency. And it's because I want to be consistent with our team. I want my team to be consistent with their customers because really in virtual world, it's just about being consistent. And because um, that's what I'm hearing. I mean, every time I'm on like a webinar or something about Facebook and what they want you to do, it's, it's consistency. It's, and that's what your, your customers want. I mean, in your hosts, like they, you can't have a party and not post for a day or two. Like you lose them. Like mm -hmm. just like, it would be to me, it reminds me of like an awkward silence at a home party. Like, like I, and I do a lot of that when we train on virtual parties, I, and I don't know how many other direct sales like still do the home parties, but I basically took what we do at a home party and made it. And I teach it that way. Like I always tell them, you don't invite anybody. I don't even invite my host to the party until there's a welcome post because it's like, if your host starts inviting guests and there's no welcome post, it's like coming in the door and nobody's saying hi to you. Like, mm -hmm. and you're in the right spot. Like, so I teach them that kind of, and I, I'm very visual and I'm very analogies and stuff like that. So I teach them like, okay, I, I also get invited to the groups. I tell them to invite me to their parties or when they say, Oh, I can't get my party suck. I can't ever get anything. They're not getting to these levels. I say, invite me to your parties or invite me to a past party. And then I can kind of go over it. And I actually just did a training for my team because the, the top five things that I'm, I'm seeing that people aren't doing um, in their parties is one is host coaching is teaching your host how to fight. You don't want them to just invite their whole friends list because all of a sudden they go on like Facebook jail and they can't invite anybody. Um, so like 20 at a time, sharing them the link to the group or party, whatever you're doing, group or an event, send them the link. So you can just click share and copy the link or whatever, but that way they can post it and people can add. So inviting, um, the other thing that a lot of people miss out in their parties is, um, engagement, putting those posts daily, if not twice a day, and they don't even have to be about your business. It could be like, my favorite one to share is like, what's the worst room in the house that you hate to clean? Like, or, um, what's your favorite holiday or, or pick one, like a cleaner, a, a, a chef, blah, blah, blah. Like I love to just share like those things just to get people commenting because the more people are commenting, like reacting and things like that, the more other people in the group are going to start seeing in their Facebook and their newsfeed and get notifications and blah, blah, blah. So that is a huge one. The third thing that I noticed, and it's kind of funny because I feel like this is the most important part, is they're not talking about their product. Like they'll share like a sale flyer or the link, but then they don't talk about the products or it's a post of, I love these bowls. And it's a picture of the bowls. And I'm like, you, you didn't even tell them why, why they want the bowl. Like talking about the features, the benefits, I basically say like, you want to post about why they want that product. What's, what does that product set differently for somebody else or how would they use it and things like that? Or if you use it, like I always tell them, like share pictures of your own usage of the products because that's the best way that people, people want to see you using it. People don't want you to talk about something that you, you don't even own. Like, so a lot of it is just product knowledge and, and I'll, trying to stay away from YouTube videos and outside links but that's where I have a lot of graphics. And a lot of times I just go to our website and I just save the picture from the shopping link and post that sometimes like, so, but really it's just sharing about the products more than just a sale offer or what's in it for them. Let's see. The other one is the posting daily, like keeping up on it and sharing the link. And this is something I've heard from customers 
that have actually been a part of other direct sales is a lot of times people aren't ordering at your party because they can't find the link. And I know almost everybody shares it and saves it as an announcement at the top, but even sometimes that gets missed. So I, I actually, I do this myself and I try to train on it. So I put the link in the cover photo. And when I add a cover photo, I usually say click here for shopping link, but probably every other post or at least a couple times a day, I'm sharing the link because I've had people that are like, I wanted to order from your party, but um, I couldn't find the link. And I've done that. I know there's a couple of direct sales that they don't teach it as much or they don't know. But anyways, I've gone to parties and I'm like scrolling and scrolling. And after like 15 scrolls, I still can't find the link. And I'm like, like, it's frustrating. And so definitely sharing the link is, is huge. Um, and just keeping communication with that host is, is key. So, but those are a lot of things that I was noticing. Um, and that drawing the parties out super long. I try to keep my team like a week. Um, if you need to extend it, um, one to two days, sense of urgency at the end, 90%, probably actually more like 95% of the time, people don't order until the end of the party because they don't want to miss it. They don't want you to post something. And then they're like, oh crap, I already got my order in. Now I got to add that on and I don't want to pay the extra shipping, blah, 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 right? So it's really about the sense of urgency. Like I will extend a party if my house is getting closed or like, like this weekend I, I was out of town, so I didn't want to deal with closing. So I pushed it a couple days, but I don't push it more than a day or two. I had team members that were like pushing it like, oh, we'll close now next Friday. I'm like that's like a whole other week. Like, and basically what it's doing is when you push it too far, or have it too long, you're just wasting your time. Now you're, now you've got to post more throughout the day and nobody's doing anything. Like if nobody's going to order and you push it a whole other week, I don't think another week's going to make anybody else order. Like, mm -hmm. so that's where you really, it's about keeping that sense of urgency at the end, wrapping up the orders and things like that. So those are a few of my five that I think are like must haves in, um, people are visual and I think more people are visual nowadays than they were in the past. Um, I've always been a visual person, so never post a, a, a post without a graphic, a video, a, a, a GIF. Like, um, if I don't know what to post or I don't have a picture, I literally will search like a GIF, like just so I, you don't want to just post text unless you do the background. Like that's something because people want to catch their eyes. If they're scrolling through a newsfeed, they, you've got to catch their eyes to get them to stop and and read what you're doing and, and things like that. So um, it's really about visualizing and, and taking what you look at too. Like I always tell my team members, go into other parties, like see what you're looking for when you're shopping for them. Like, and there's times where I'm a big person that loves to support other direct sales. So going in and I, I try to attend everybody's parties. There's sometimes if I have too many of my own, <laughs> I can't go to everybody's party but I will go into them one to kind of see like how their parties are running, see if I get ideas. Um, but a lot of times it's also to see like, what am I looking for in that party as a guest and what can I incorporate or things like that. And, and also to buy their products because I love everybody's products. And <laughs> yeah, same. I love these five things. So host coaching, which is huge. That's definitely number one. I'm glad you put that as number one. Cause that is like the hostess can make or break the party. And, you know, a lot of times people get discouraged because they have a hostess that, you know, yes, I want to do a party, but then they, they, that's where they stop. <laughs> they think that the consultant is going to do everything, which we do. We do everything else, but I feel like the host has to at least invite personally invite and then excite. <laughs> that's what we always say. Invite and excite. That's all I got to do. I'm going to add into that. So what I do with my host coaching is I send them a script, like, like, and, and I try to make it to geared to them, but I send them a script that they can do. I send them a graphic that they can share. So it is making it easier for them. Like the only, like I tell my host, the only thing you have to do is invite your friends and I do all the work, but really I'm host coaching them to do a little bit more, but if you make it easier, it's then they love it. Like they think it's easy. <laughs> like, yes, true. I'm all about the, the scripts and I even call them, I even call it wording. <laughs> I'll send you wording <laughs> and then, uh, that they can tweak it to sound like them a little bit, but yeah, it makes it so much easier because a lot of times you tell them like, Oh, just invite people. Well, they don't know what to say, you know, and we do it all the time. So we know what to say, but, uh, so yeah, that's so helpful for them. So host coaching is so good. Um, engagement is huge. 
Oh my goodness. So huge. Like you said, just even if it has nothing to do with your product, not every post, every post shouldn't have to, you know, be product related. It should be get, just getting people to talk because people love to talk about themselves. And that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing because we want to know more about them. It's just you as a consultant getting to know them. Um, not talking about the product or making the mistake of not talking about the product. That was such a good tip because you're right. A lot of times they'll say, here's a link, go order today or whatever. And, or they'll say, Oh, I love, you know, this product here. It's my favorite. Well, why is it your favorite or better yet? Show us a video of you making your lunch in it. You know, that's such a, that's such a good tip. Um, not to just post stock graphics and information, but to also incorporate that and show them how, how you as the consultant use that in your everyday life and why they need it. Uh, consistency. Yes. Always big, always huge. And then communication with your host throughout the whole thing. That's Seriously, those are five amazing tips. Thank you so much for sharing those. So what is some advice you would have for somebody who is just jumping into direct sales, no matter what company, or somebody who is wanting to restart their business? I know that you were in that same boat yourself. You joined and then several years later, you're like, all right, let's give it a go. So what is some advice you'd have for somebody that's in either in either one of those positions, either just starting out or wanting to really jumpstart their business to make it a, you know, a really viable income for their family? So my biggest thing, and, and it's one of these like quotes, because I love my quotes, is great things never come from your comfort zone. And it's really about taking that step out of your, I say, get out of your comfort zone and into your confidence zone. And, and it's really about just taking those small steps. Um, there's an amazing book. Um, like you said, I, I love my, my podcasts and my webinars. But I have been getting into books and I don't always have time to read. Um, so I love audibles and, and listening to books. But there's a book called Step. It's by Chris Carpart. Carpart? I, I'll have to send it to you. But anyways, it was an amazing book. It's actually one of the first books I read um, when I was on my journey to stepping up. And it's about taking those small steps, any size step. And, and going towards that. So whether you're new or you're restarting, it's really just about just make that step into a virtual party, creating a VIP group. It's just putting it out there asking. Um, and when it comes to um, growing your business, ask. Don't prejudge anybody. You putting in um, that, oh, well, they're, they're too busy. Well, you just put an excuse in their head and they didn't get to say it. So you're basically talking for people. And that was one thing that was really huge when my business was growing is not prejudging. Like I offer the opportunity to anybody that is willing to uh, listen or ask for it or things like that. The worst thing they're going to say is no and get used to the word no. Like no is not that bad of a word, but at least you asked and you took that step to ask. If you instantly put the excuses in somebody's mind, then you're really de defeating your, your business. Um, as for um, figuring out like where you're going with your business, as long as you're in a company and, and this is for every drug sales, not every, not drug sales is not for everybody. I think it can be for everybody, but you have to find the right product and the right um, business to go through. You have to find what you're passionate about. If you don't do your nails, you can't go and, and sell nail polish, right? You can't, if you don't cook at home, it's really hard to like share our products, right? So make sure you're finding that business that you're going to use the product. So I'm not really like a sales salesy person. Um, I've been told that like I can make a great salesperson, but it's really just, I share what I'm passionate about. And so I, like I said, I grew up with the products and I know how much these products are amazing and can be in everybody's home. And so you'll never hear me share about a product I don't use. I don't know anything about. I will not make something up and, and read from a script when it comes to my products. So I always share why I use it. And sometimes it's silly and sometimes I don't use a product for what it's made for. I'll use it for a different use. But I share those things because that's just what it is. So whatever your product or your direct sale company that you're with, if you're not sharing what you love about it and why you joined that company and why you wanted those products for yourself, then yeah, it's going to be a lot harder. So really sharing that passion moving forward. Like, so everybody like joins my team going live is like the scariest thing ever. And I don't teach my team that they have to go live right away. Like Sometimes when I have a new person that wants to join, they're like, but do I have to go live? No, you don't. But it makes a big difference if you do. I've actually learned I love to go live over a recorded video. 
um, because if I record a video, I will stop it a million times. When I go live, I basically just picture somebody on the screen and I'm just talking and I always mess up. And you know what? People want to see the real you. They want to see the original. Like uh, I always tell people like I'm going live and you know, my dog and my cat um, are probably going to make an appearance because that's just life. We're home. Like, but people want to see that people want to see the the realness of you and so make it your own however you want to sell the bit your business or sell your products or whatever it is you got to make it your own you know virtual parties i tell my team you know here's a template but if it's not your style change it up like if if you're somebody that's more comfortable being on a video then maybe your parties are going to have more lives in it than post on the products so it's really taking your passion but just know that your dreams can be unlimited. There is so much potential. If your company, which all direct sales have unlimited growth, right? There's no glass ceiling. You can go as far as you want. And I really encourage you to believe that. Like if you put your mind to it and you take those steps, like you may have to make some sacrifices. That was the one thing I've told people. If you want to go somewhere, there might be some date nights you can't go on, or there might be a week because it's the end of the month and it's crazy and you're so close to the goal. And there's been times where I tell my boyfriend, like, I'm not like, I can't do anything until I hit this. But then afterwards you can celebrate and you can have fun and, and you can take that time off. You can make it really your own, but making a few little sacrifices to have the success is worth it. I mean, you just, you have to go after your dreams and know that these companies really can make your business however you want. My favorite part about direct sales is the amount of confidence that you can grow because I mean, I was not a, a in front of person. I'm still not an in front of person, but like I go lives and people are like, you're so funny. Like and they, some days you guys, like I do my lives and I'm putting on a fake smile and I probably like, don't feel good, but I, you just have to do it and you have to have energy and excitement, but sometimes it makes a big difference or just getting out there. Like if you're in a rut, like, it's just taking that minute to like, okay, I need to stop for a second and message five people, or I need to take some time and schedule out my whole week's worth of posts. So that way it looks like I have a busy week, but it looks like I'm, I'm working my business. So it's really about making that time. The other thing is making sure you have some type of a planner or schedule. I'm going to tell you, I've trained on this before within our company, but you know, the people that have like a nine to five job, making a schedule with them is usually a lot easier. They can usually fit it in. If you have a flexible job, like when I was in hair, like then it gets a little harder. If you are a stay at home person or don't have a job, like if you have such a wide open, like you only take care of the kids, like your scheduling is so hard. You have, when you have so much free time, it is the hardest to schedule. So if you need to take 15 minutes to go schedule some posts or to make a phone call and you can do that anytime throughout your day. If you don't put it in a calendar to do it, it's not going to get done. And so I love having a planner. I do a lot on my phone, but setting aside time, even if it's like, okay, the kids are going to bed, I'm going to take a half hour, but the ones that just say it and the ones that do it makes the biggest difference in your business. So really take some time, focus on what you want. And even if you're, you're changing your mind. Like I, I only joined for the business, but man, I could use some extra money because life changes. I mean, and there's times where you might be doing great and, but life happened and I need to take a break. It's okay. Take a break. Like that's what I love about direct sales is it's so flexible. Like you're, you want to go on a vacation, then you work hard for a few months, make that money and you get to go on vacation. If you want to take a, a week or two off, then you can take a week or two off. I mean, but it's about working it around those time frames, And it really is just, it's just amazing. And it really is about pulling out your passion, what you love about that product and taking those steps out of your comfort zone and into your confidence zone. That is like my favorite thing. And so, yeah, it's it, confidence is a huge thing that I think, and I love seeing it. Like I love seeing all my direct sale friends, like, um, cause I have a lot of them on my Facebook page and, um, I love seeing like their posts and I love that we cheer each other on and you know, there's so many stigmas out there about, I mean, it's getting better, but direct sales, you know, there's a lot of people like, Oh, like you're not going to make any money. We don't make any money if you don't work for business. You know, to me, it reminds me of like when I served a job, like 
If I don't have any parties up, it's going to be harder for me to work my business, right? If I don't have any customers, if I don't have a VIP group, if I don't have things like that, then yeah, I'm not going to make any money if I don't sell my business, you know? But if you work it, it, it definitely makes it easier. And the virtual side, I mean, I feel like just made direct selling so much easier. Like I have friends that have never done direct sales before that are in companies and like they get so much fun of like doing little giveaways and doing things. And it makes me excited because getting to live both sides of it, having the lifestyle as a kid um, from my parents that did direct sales to now living it and making that, it, it just is a really big difference. I think with your family, I think just the support that, you know, you have and, and I love watching like my mom, like getting to earn different things and the excitement they get. And now I feel it. And, and so, yeah, it's definitely a, a fun, a fun business. Any direct sales. I mean, you just have to find what you're passionate about. Passion and confidence will get you so far in direct sales. Mm -hmm. And I love, you know, you're a third generation Tupperware lady. And so who knows, there might be a fourth generation someday, you know, if you, when you have kids, it'll be so cool to see that because I mean, Tupperware has been around 75 years now. So, I mean, they're going to be around forever. Right. <laughs> so I just, I can't wait to see that. And I just have loved chatting with you today. I feel like we are so similar in our personalities and how we run our businesses and just how we just love direct sales. And we love, you know, just having that passion and cheering our friends on and cheering on other women in this industry. Cause it's just so amazing. And I have just loved having this conversation with you today. So thanks again so much, Andrea, for being on and sharing more about your business and how well it is working for you. I just have loved hearing about all of your success. Well, thank you so much. I loved it. It was so much fun. And I love listening to your podcast and listening to all the other women that you've been having on. And so it, it's, it's so exciting. I, I just love it. We rise by lifting others, right? So it's been so such, such a fun journey. And thanks again for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.